February 27, 2023, it's Waffle Pedro Show.
Lot for Pedro Show. Happy Monday. I think it's the last Monday in February. We're ready to end this short month. Started off with, this was John Coltrane when he was with Dizzy Gillespie in 1951, live at Birdland, one of these unknown radio broadcasts. Good Bates, a tune. Then after that, Moon X with Man of Tomorrow. Because of those Estonian software engineers with their Skype invention, once again from Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. You still there? Yeah. Gary? Okay. And Dave, where are you from? I live in uh, Frederick, Maryland. Frederick, Maryland. So we got a three-way going, pe- people, between Pedro, Frederick, Maryland, and Wisconsin Rapids, Wisconsin. See, the Internet, you don't have to just use it for spread lies and hate. You can collab in a three-way with music. I love it. Now, Jerry, we've already gone through your earlier days to where you're at now with music, so we're going to catch up with Dave or learn about Dave's. Dave, please bring your earliest musical recollection. My earliest musical recollections. Go in here. Uh, are you talking about maybe going back uh, through to childhood, you mean? Yeah, maybe. Early okay. means early. I mean, I'm trying to use English. Okay. <laughs> well, you're, you're doing a great job. What, what, what's the Buddy um, Rich, I, I, uh, you know, I, the Buddy Rich tapes? He goes, that's fairly plain English. When the, the, he asks the bass player what kind of strings he's using. And the guy goes, what? He goes, that's fairly plain English. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, buddy, I'm using, buddy, he goes, buddy I'm, Rich I'm using, he's saying, I'm using the same I've always had. And he says, well, change it. <laughs> <laughs> buddy. Buddy Rich suffered no fools, that's for sure. Yeah, and I heard when he didn't get his mota, he got a little belligerent. He wanted to take everybody on, he, yeah. uh, show everybody new karate or something. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, your story, Dave. Uh, all right. Bring that memory. So I, I was, I was, a, um, I was a, a band kid all through school, um, started playing clarinet. No, I want, to know your earliest, I want to know your earliest musical memory. Uh, well, okay. Okay. Um, my my parents uh, used to take us to um, this theater in the Roundup here called Shady Grove Theater, and we had season tickets, and we used to go every summer, and we saw all the great American musicals there, um, South Pacific and um, Guys and Dolls and Camelot. Oklahoma. And, oh, I'm sorry? Oklahoma. Um. I believe we saw Oklahoma there. I That's think so. supposedly the Big Daddy, right? With the bump, 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 hoedown and all that shit. We were supposed to get away from the European and, uh, thing and make our own kind of stuff. So, right. so, so your earliest uh, musical memories is actually theater and musicals. That's bitching. Yeah, it's now, theater the, and the musicals. Pad, I, I remember. The pad you grew up in, did, was there musical instruments? We had an upright piano. And now, I taught myself how to. Oh, you didn't have to go through the piano lesson ordeal you did it yourself right i i i i was a band kid so i took musical lessons on woodwinds but i taught myself piano because we had one at the house so i learned my first thing i learned was henry mancini's baby elephant walk i taught myself how to play that an oboe song right uh i don't think an oboe's in there i think piccolo's in there okay i'm wrong again Uh, I'm wrong again. Let me ask you this. I know the melody. I know the tema a little bit. Let me ask you this. First record you bought with your own money, please. Beatles Twist and Shout. 
45. Okay. And first gig you saw, well, it was those musicals, right? Yeah. Well, aside from the musicals, uh, the first real band I saw was The Temptations, uh, and they had uh, Gladys Knight and the Pips open for them. I was in um, junior high school. Both bands real good. Let me ask you oh, about school. Were you, you in the marching band or the choir, that kind of shit? I was in the uh, pep band, and we had to play at all the football games. Okay. Uh, every, and you were saying something season. about woodwinds. So what, is that where you got on the sax? Yeah, I started on clarinet, and then I switched over to tenor sax because that was cooler. Uh, well, there was a point in time when clarinet was big deal, right? Artie Shaw and... The licorice stick. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. But by the, by the time it got to the you know to the sixties, it was um, it was really saxophone at that point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tenor sax too, big one for a young man. Uh, yeah, it was it was big. Right, right. Now, um, you know, after school, not not graduating, but in the afternoon, did you get into the garage band, basement band, bedroom band thing? No, not until. Uh, well, I guess a little bit. Um, there was a there was a guitarist named Hal Linden. I think he eventually um, ended up playing with. Um, he went out to California and ended up playing with. Um, um, oh shoot! I can't remember the that's name. Okay, that's okay. That's okay. It's about you anyway. You guys had anyway, a band. We, you, you guys had a band together. Anyway, we did start some little bands. We were doing like. Like doors covers and things like that um now what was it just guitar and, uh, and sax and was it guitar and sax just a duet oh no it was it was bass guitar sax drums and did this band have a name <laughs> that band did not i think we played at the school once later we started a country rock band with some friends of mine and that band was called sleeves well, that band and that I played, played at the school once—that band that you played at the school once—was that your first gig? Besides, you know, playing at the I guess football that, games. I, I guess that was my first gig with a band. Well, yeah. I, how'd it go? Because I always ask about the first gigs because you can only have those once, right? It was okay. It was in the cafeteria. It was for a sock hop, you know. So, okay, <laughs> they didn't throw deal. shit. I mean, I ask that because I've had lots of shit thrown at me. <laughs> Yeah, it, no, it didn't get that bad. I okay, mean, so it's a success. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, they were students. We Unless you're G.G. So. Allen, right? That's the point. You want them to throw shit. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what about this band Sleaze? So Sleaze started. That was a country rock band. We played a couple gigs, I think. We had a pedal steel player, guitar, bass, drums. I played piano. I tried to model myself after uh, Nicky Hopkins. Wow, great you know, man, played... great piano man. Died way too young, oh. huh? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're working on a documentary on him now. Oh, beautiful. People, listeners out there, Rolling Stones, you can hear some. Yep. Some Nicky oh, Hopkins. yeah. Can I ask you, all... uh, because, you know, me and D. Boom, we couldn't play with keyboard players in the 70s because they cost so much. There's no Casios yet. So what did you use for a piano? Did you use whatever was there on the stage? Yes, we use whatever was there on stage. Because I always uh, thought that was that, kind of the dilemma, right? Right. Yes, <laughs> it was a big dilemma. Because they'd be all fucking out of tune and lame, beat up and shit, right? Right. Right. Okay. 
And uh, what about sax, though? Did you play get in a band play, uh, to use your tenor? Finally, um, uh, Mike Zentner and I started a band called Tunk, and that was a kind of a big prog band. Um, we played our own music, but we listened to King Crimson and Emerson, Lake, and Palmer and Moody Blues and all those guys. Speaking and, of clarinet, uh, a... that first uh, King Crimson album, I think there's a, clarinet, a couple of clarinet solos. <laughs> yeah. It, right, uh, 20th uh, Century uh, Schizoid yeah. Man or something. Uh, in, yeah, Ian in, in McDonald uh, played the same instruments I did, keyboards and woodwinds. He was a big hero of mine. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, that, that well, that was a big record. I think they had a big gig opening for the Stones at Hyde Park right after Brian Jones died. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, okay. So, what were they called Tonk? They were called Tonk. That's right. T O N K. T U N K. Okay, it's named after a, a, a science fiction book. Okay, <laughs> who wrote it? Uh, Lawrence Durrell. Okay, Lawrence Durrell. Because I read a lot of. Rogers the last name. I read a lot of Ray Bradbury when I was a kid. Science fiction shit. Oh me! Oh me too. I grew up. I grew up reading that stuff. Oh my Dick. god! Yeah. Everything I get my hands on. Yeah, because it's hard to uh, tell people that if you're of the space race thing, you know that was very heavy. Everybody was reading that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So what happens after Tunk? Well, Tunk breaks up. We just we're too big. We don't get enough gigs. Uh, we have too much equipment. We've got a Hammond organ and. And a world's for piano and a vibraphonist, bass, drums, guitar, violin. It's just way too weighty. And so that band kind of implodes. And then Mike and I start looking for Zetner and I start looking for another group. Yeah. And we find Billy and we find Billy on bass. Okay. And we move into a house in Gaithersburg and that's how we get the muffins started. Muffins. Okay. Can you remember the first muffin gig? I believe it was, well, the first Muffin gig was at Ernie Falcone's birthday party in his basement. <laughs> okay. That's it, you know. Uh, but, the, but the second one was at Wheaton High School, and we opened up for a, a local band called Grits, who were also a great band. You should, you should research them if you don't know them. They're great. Um, but, yeah, that, that was our first. And that was a really nice new auditorium in the high school, Wheaton High School. It was right. good. Right. And uh, how long did Muffins go? Well, the Muffins went from 1973 to 1981. Yeah. And then and then we broke up. And then against all odds, we got back together again in a second resurgence from, what was it, 99 to 2015. That's all right. Second win. During that yeah. first win, did you guys tour? Uh, we did a little bit. We toured um, in in the first iteration. We toured up and down the East Coast a little bit. Uh, Virginia, Baltimore, uh, Philadelphia. I-95 Boston. tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. And, let me, uh, let so, me ask and you about did... the material. Were you involved with the composition of the material? I wrote most of the material. Wow. And what did you write on? Piano or, or, or sax? Mostly piano, a little bit, a little bit on sax every now and then. And and what would you do? Would you show guys things, or would you make little demos? Yeah, I would. Um, Billy and I would usually get together. Uh -huh. I, I'd I'd kind of work out the whole thing on piano, 
and Billy and I would get together and we'd work on his parts and then we'd get the drummer together and so we'd get the rhythm section going. Yeah. And smart. then we'd we'd bring in Michael on guitar, violin, and Tom on um woodwinds later. It was smart. I like this. Uh I'm gonna play some more Moon X. Goblin part two. Oh yeah.
originally intended to write a song about a large and very deep puncture wound, such as might be caused by a leopard, or less likely, a dragon. I would situate the wound in the thigh, where I would stare at its perfectly round and bloodless circumference. steam arising from within, or perhaps a glimpse of femur, complete with a graph-like fracture, appearing and disappearing, rhythm, audible and rapid heartbeat. I tried to analyze the wound as a metaphor. When I tried to bustle the image onto my train of thought, hissing, clanking, and soon leaving, I found that it stood for nothing but itself. Not as you might think, the wounds of Christ grew nose had his own, not a symbol of pain, or rupture, or terror, well, as I had only imagined it all, there was neither pain nor injury, and my only fear was that the reason for its appearance
but I got out of bed, so it can't be that bad, can it? It can't be that bad. Yes, I'm a mess. tube and tune out the war cause it's so hard on you oh what a privilege i know it's a new year shit but who cares i'm drowning in my tears and fear the end is here or real nearby so i hereby declare independence from all your amendments is this a mere cry cause it feels like all fenced in when nothing is Al suono del violino il diavolo balla e balla come un manichino, balla come impazzito finché non crolla a terra quasi sfinito.
her arms. Sweater pills. Drawer pulls. Opaque glass in the sidewalk. are weak, my point of 
Watch for Pedro Show. That chunk of music started off with Moon X doing Goblin Part 2. Then we had live on Mark Riley's show, The Objections out of Leeds, England, The Lurker. A brand new from uh, Jella Biafra's Alternative Tentacles. This is Wheelchair Sports Camp with Yes, I'm a Mess. Uh, brand new from 19 minutes and 40 seconds, Danza del Diavolo. 99 letters out of Japan after that with Mono Hikari. Preserve me, parentheses, afternoon. Matt Nelson and Thaddeus Brown. Agrodolcha after that. Agrodolcha, eponymous, right? Angry Silence follows with All Beauty Eludes Us. And finally, Moon X with the I don't know how to pronounce this here. Y-G-G-D-R-A-S-I-L. Help me out, guys. Yggdrasil. Okay, Yggdrasil, of course. <laughs> now, uh, Dave, how'd you meet Jerry? Jerry had put out his first Cloud Over Jupiter album, uh-huh. and I had heard it because we were both on Facebook, and I listened to it. I liked it. I bought it. And I kind of, uh, you know, absorbed it here at home. And then I got in touch with him and said, I really liked it. I, it sounded like we were on the same kind of page. And I, I said, we should, uh, we should get together and, and, you know, trade tracks back and forth. So you're saying that before Jerry came out that record, you never had met him. Correct. I've never physically met Jerry. Ah, no, I've done lots of collabs with cats I never met, except through music, yeah. right? Except through music. Right. Yeah, right. I, th- I think it's a beautiful thing, and I hope more and more of it gets going, you know, because we got the capabilities. Especially, I mean, we got to trade files now, but think down the road when we'll be able to, like, jam in real time over the Internet. I think that's, oh, wonderful. Th- that's the yeah. grail, right? That's the grail. So, 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 so you, you said to Jerry, hey, let's collab and, uh, like, who decided who was going to go first? You know, I don't remember that, Jerry. Oh yeah, well, it was actually um, we uh, we kicked around Moonmen a little bit, which was the precursor for Moon X, of course. And the very first song I remember getting from you guys was "Bam." I think it was called "Bam" or "Bam Bam," something like that. And I thought, what the hell is this? This is some crazy shit, man. And <laughs> and you guys wanted me to play some bass on it. So I I just put on the old thinking cap and got my bass out and tuned the strings way the hell down and went went at it. And I added some stuff and and uh, it kind of went from there. You guys like what I sent you, and and then we just kept adding more and more tunes. What well, what did he what did they bring to you, Jerry? What's that? What did they bring to you? I mean, you, since they asked you to bring the bass, what did they bring you? Oh, they had well, it was it was Brett Hart on guitar and and Dave on all the horns and everything, and and you know I didn't really question where it was going to go at that point. I just really concentrated on the song. I just wanted to do the song. Okay. I wanted I was to just s- serve the music. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was just curious because I get asked to do this all the time. So you didn't play. To, look, we'll, we'll continue this because we're at the end of the first hour. Sure. Uh, February 27, 2023 edition. What Peter is so special guest? Dave Newhouse, 
Jerry King. Hold tight for hour two. February 27, 2023. It's the second hour. Watch for Pedro Show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off the second hour. Moon X with Invisible Man. Then Dan Jones and Squids out of Kansas City with Dinosaur Man, the demo. Al Margolis, as if Moana, Chester, New York, is on one. And then Moon X, Forever the Moon. I detect a theme here. <laughs> so, off air we were talking, people, and uh, I asked Jerry about, man, did you give those, do that bass without, <laughs> that's, that's bitching, <laughs> do that over the mic real loud. Uh, yeah, record the bass without a drummer, and what Jerry told me was he brought one of his buddies in on drums. Well, I work I work with uh, click tracks all the time, uh-huh. and, and so, you know, it wasn't anything too weird for me to have to play to a click track, but, but, uh, you know, Dave and Brett, they, they said, gee, who should we get on drums for this? And I, and I said, how about Bill Youngworth, a local friend of mine here and a great, great drummer. And, and, uh, they liked what he did. And, and, uh, you know, I didn't really have any expectations about starting a band or anything like that, but the material was so good. And I was pretty pumped up about it because it was so good that, uh, and they liked what, what we, Bill and I put together for it. And, uh, you know, then we started talking about songs two, three, four, five, six, and what next thing the, you know, we had an album. What was, what was the first song called? <laughs> it was, it was Bam Bam. It was a song called Bam Bam. I think, you guys, I think Brett you guys, started it. Yeah, but you guys didn't give me a song called Bam Bam. No, that was Moon Men. <laughs> oh, Moon Men. I know, I know, but no, Moon Bam Man. Bam. So let, let me get this straight. When you got the stuff from Dave, it had a click track with it. Um, you know, I don't know if it did or oh. not. I, I don't think that song did. But, but um, you know, I put one to it, and then Bill came in and did the drums on it. Okay, and, I'm, uh, I'm just kidding. And then we put I'm, it together there. I'm just curious about the process. So you said number two and number three, four, five follow. Is it the same process where like Dave goes first and then you respond? No, no. Usually it was um, somebody would come up with a, what we called a source track and, and um, they would pass it around. And usually it went to, uh, to Brett first, then me, then Bill, then Dave. Dave was always last. Pretty much, I like and, the, unless he's. The, the Go ahead, Dave. I said I like to think I thought of myself as the closer in that group. The closer, uh, yeah, like with uh, baseball. Yeah, you know, pitcher. like yeah. like yeah, like uh, Garth Garth Hudson in the band. Oh yeah, well they he's the guy. Him, Garth they, was the guy. Him, Garth was the guy who knew how to play. <laughs> yeah, well, right. I, I heard when they Garth, started it off. Like, when they, they started off. Yeah, they used to uh, they used to uh, record all the rhythm tracks, and then they'd give it to Garth, and he would overdub over overnight. And when they came in the next morning, it would be all finished. And they called Garth Honey Bear because he used to finish it up. He was the closer. Yeah, and it, like he had been formally trained and stuff, and he had a lot of skills. And and he still right. left. Him and Robbie are the only ones left. That was a trippy yes. band, man. Especially the way fucking Richard Manuel and Rick Danko sang. <laughs> it was so trippy. Uh, I love their voices. 
Trippy, right? A collection of individuals to, that made an, uh, bitch an ensemble. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Much, much, much respect. Well, let's take, for example, this uh, song Forever the Moon. Where did that figure? Early or later? Oh, that's that's much later. Um, see, the Moon Men were four people, Brett, Dave, Bill, and I. And we actually made five albums from uh, 2017 up until 2021. And Bill developed a problem with the, his wrist being the drummer, and he had to bow out. And then because he was bowing out of the group, we kicked around the idea of getting a different drummer. Well, Brett said no, he was done too because he didn't want to continue on without Bill. And Dave and I just decided that we were going to go on and, and start something completely new, but we called it Moon X, and that's where Moon X comes in. Okay, I understand now. Yeah, okay, so there was like a kind of a pre... There, there's an evolution going on. And, and uh, Yes. Okay, I want to play the new Prometheus.
Watch for Pedro Show. That chunk of music start off with Moon X doing the new Prometheus. Clown Core after that with Computers, Lewis Cole, Dead Inside Shuffle, Genevieve Artati with Visionary, the Logan Kane Nonnet. I guess that's a nine piece, right? Above and below. Nicole McCabe and Logan Kane. There he is again. You're missing the point. These are all buddies of uh, Brennan Etter. He was on a couple edition. And then finally, Moon X with Trouble and Rangar. Tell us about that tune. Well, the title comes from a... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Jerry and I are um, comic book nerds you know yeah and uh, we we both collect comic books and ranagar is the city on the planet ran that um um oh jerry i've forgotten his name i'm getting old adam strange uh, oh yeah the adam strange less from, younger right? dave so, less younger not old we got rid of that <laughs> old word you're just less younger oh <laughs> uh, i'm i'm much less younger yeah, <laughs> it's okay but, uh, it's okay so yeah, so it's, it. it's from an Adam. It's from a thank you. It's from an Adam Strange uh, comic book. The title is anyway. Okay, and was that kind of the source of uh, a lot of inspiration? Besides the science fiction angle, right? Also, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know about musically, but kind of. Um, well, thematically, the, uh, thematically. Yeah, yeah, thematically, the ambiance where it comes from. Uh-huh. Um, the covers, the covers of our albums are very comic book like. We're trying to keep that theme going for the for the second one. So yeah, and and who does uh who does the art? A guy named Eric Kearns. Uh, he also did the art for the Muffin Box and for um, three of my um, Madame Mirage albums. Oh yeah. That's right, because the last song we're going to play today, I was wondering what that was, because these are all Moon X tunes except Mana Mirage. Yeah, we're going to get to that, though, so you can explain more further as we get there. Uh, does Mana Mirage have your son? Um, the he, he he plays drums on a couple Mana Mirage albums. Okay, uh, but, I asked mostly because he's, Jerry gave mostly me a mo- picture. With you got you both in the picture, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, George is our drummer for Moon X. He's he's the Moon X drummer, and that's your boy. Okay, what's it like that's playing with your son? What's what's that? What's it like playing with your son? Oh, wonderful! We have the best time. Um, I mean, being he's twenty five, uh-huh. it's it's kind of hard. It's hard to get him down to the studio sometimes, <laughs> but uh, once he's down there. We're, we're down there for about an hour and a half and we're trying different things and we're experimenting with different sounds and different um, drum beats and uh, we and we laugh a lot and we have a great time. And so he came to the rescue when you lost your drummer because of the wrist problem. He right. came to the rescue. Yes, he came to the rescue. Yep. Yeah. Now, who who does the bass? Do you still do the bass, Jerry? I do. all uh, For Moon X, I do all the bass and all the guitars well tell me how you do the bass who goes first you or the drums um i i go first before the drums also he plays the bass okay 
Okay. Yeah. Well, I was a bass. I was a bass player originally. No, no when I, I don't doubt your you know, abilities, but I'm think I'm thinking of uh, Dave's son has got it together. If he can play blind to a bass like that, that's happening. Oh yeah. Because I've tried to do that, man. A lot of drummers that that's that's an acquired skill. Usually, you have to let them go first, and then I just adjust to them. But, but that's great. That's great, Dave. You t- you, well, he's probably had music in the pad all his life, right? Uh, oh my God, yeah. He's been he's, he's been listening to uh, all the Muffin CDs. I would play him in the car when he was like five or six years old. He'd have to listen to them all. But, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's he's growing up with them. Well, how did he get on drums? Did he pick it himself? It, you know how, like with kids, uh, I could tell that he had the rhythm. Yeah. You know, because he had a steady rhythm, and I could just tell. So I immediately, I think he was ten, yeah. and I immediately went out and bought him a um, bought him a set of Pearl drums. Whoa! And we started, and we started getting him lessons right away because because he had it, he absolutely had it. That's beautiful, man, and you cult- help cultivate it. Yeah, I guess so. That is yeah. great gift, great gift. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, February twenty seven, twenty twenty three edition. What Pedro show special guest Jerry King and Dave Newhouse. Hold tight for hour three. February 27, 
Thank you.
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off the third hour with Moonex doing Perry Roden. Jim Becker after that with Juju 2213. Ray Shin out of Reno with As Quiet As It's Kept. And finally, Moonex with March of the Moon Shadows. Okay, yeah, I'm dying to know who's Perry Roden. So Perry Rodin is a it's, Rodin, I think I'm it's sorry. the lo- yeah it's the longest running science fiction series ever. Oh wow! Um, it's it started a long time ago. I think it's German, I believe. And uh, he's he's apparently immortal. He was a normal um, American or not American, but he was a normal Earthling astronaut, and I think he became immortal uh, when he met these aliens. And so the books are just. His adventures through space. And is it one author who's done all these or is it different authors? I think it's been different authors, I believe. Jerry, do you know anything about the Perry Rodan books? Not really too much about it, no. Uh-uh. Well, I'm thinking of like H.P. Uh, Lovecraft and like the Cthulhu Mythos. Like he got the ball rolling and other guys jumped on. Right. I think it is something like that. Okay. Okay. And it inspires you guys to uh, come up with the tune here. Uh, what about what about March of the Moon Shadows? That's an interesting tune. That's Jerry's. Jerry, awesome. Oh, hey. Sometimes you brought went first. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, in Moon X, you know, I'll throw stuff at Dave, and he'll go and extrapolate and add, and and other times he throws things at me. Like Perry Rodan was was Dave's animal, and March of the Moon Shadows was mine. So, um. You know, we we co-write everything. But yeah, but somebody's got to go first, right? So you trade right. off, you trade off who goes first. Yeah, there's yeah. no there's no set rules or anything. We just kind of you know sometimes uh, I'll come up with two or three, and Dave will come up with one, and other times he comes up with two or three, and I only come up with one. You know, it's there's nothing real set. It's it's not like uh, he has to do one and then I have to do one or anything so and then it, maybe sometimes it's more than just once back and forth maybe you you come again and then he goes again or what oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah okay. we we trade them back and forth we're working on a song right now called she light and it's one that i started and it's on acoustic guitars mostly and um you know we're tossing it back and forth and dave's dave's adding something or giving ideas and suggestions and you know we we throw it back and forth all the time ah so yeah. as the new parts get added the tune kind of evolves yeah right yep but i you know that particular tune i had mostly arranged already i had all the i had all the acoustic guitar parts and the bass happening already and then dave started picking up the part and adding you know, horns and other things to it, keyboards. Have you ever heard of this technique of a collab where, like, one guy writes the verses and maybe the chorus, but then the other guy writes the bridge, so it'll be a, a whole different mindset? We, oh, we've oh. done that. We've done that, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think uh, uh, Lennon-McCartney was one of their tricks, right? Right. Because it just comes from the other mind, and it doesn't leave the tune all the way harmonically, rhythmically, but it's like another mindset, yeah. Really, yeah, really interesting. Okay, I'm on to play Hollow Man.
time to kick go. Double time, do the rhyme, flip it like jujitsu. Music stuck in limbo, everybody's simple. All I hear is pop, 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 like it's a pimple. Proactive, reactive to the counterproductive massive. Taller than the sky, be the measure of my status. Then one give me wackness, but I just won't have it. Cutting off the wind like a chronic asthmatic. Smooth in delivery, approach pragmatic. Got an everlasting battery back, this automatic. So I keep going and going. That damn rabbit. Tricks are for kids so you can have at it. Time is standing still, a generation is lost. Blame it on the seeds when you know it's our fault. Blame it on the seeds when you know it's our fault. Blame it on the seeds when you know it's our fault. I try to put it off, but I can't. It's on me. Try to blame the other man, but I can't. It's on me. If I fail without a plan, guess what? It's on me. You know, it's on me. Say what? It's on me. I try to put it off, but I can't. It's on me. Try to blame the other man, but I can't. It's on me. If I fail without a plan, guess what? It's on me. You know, it's on me. Say what? It's on me. Inside of me lies the heart of a lion and pounds of grease from the chicken I was frying. Got a million dollar house. Ah, man, stop lying. A supermodel spouse and designer kitchen appliances. Brothers with like minds. I form alliances. Universal minds. I revolve around scientists. Take your time. Be careful when you're trying this. Hotter than heat and deeper than Leviathan. Lost you at the start. Well, uh, let me try again. I'm the reason lyricism is so fly again. Raising you up out of this mind. You've been lying and confusing without focus. Is what you finding in me? You'll find me in the trenches of this war. Reminding everybody why and what we here for. For the youth that we struggle. Keep them out of trouble. They see our ways and actions no matter how subtle. I try to put it off, but I can't. It's on me. Try to blame the other man, but I can't. It's on me. If I fail without a plan, guess what? It's on me. You know, it's on me. Say what? It's on me. I try to put it off, but I can't. It's on me. Try to blame the other man, but I can't. It's on me. If I fail without a plan, guess what? It's on me. You know, it's on me. Say what? It's on me. Mentally held up, no sight of parole. Your lawyer ain't getting paid, your story ain't told. Can't have no direction, ain't got no goal. Then tell me why the hell is you tripping for? You've been a muscle head like Piscopo. The industry's the pimp telling the bitch to go. Yo, make my money, don't come back, bro. Or you're hanging by your neck with a contract roll. If I marry in this music, then we'll have to unload. Weddings cost a grip and we got life to grow. Power phrases make all these walls crumble. Got money to make and knowledge by the bundles. We represent the light in the deepest dark jungle. G Vision, baby, and we got to stay humble. I try to put it off, but I can't. It's on me. Try to blame the other man, but I can't. It's on me. If I fail without a plan, guess what? It's on me. You know, it's on me. Say what? It's on me. I try to put it off, but I can't. It's on me. Try to blame the other man, but I can't. It's on me. If I fail without a plan, guess what? It's on me. You know, it's on me. Say what? It's on me. It's on me. It's on me.
Watch for Pedro Show, last music for this edition. That chunk started off Moon X doing Hollow Man. Then the Spice Pistols with Wannabe. Emergency Room after that. Brian Edder. Drummer Man who composes. I love it. Uh, This is called Nine. The number, right? Precise after that, it's on me. And finally, what we were talking about. Mana Mirage with Phantosmia. Phantosmia. Okay, Phantosmia. So, yeah, hip us more to, like, what's the history of Man of Mirage? Well, Man of Mirage are, are like my solo albums after the Muffins broke up, and I wanted to continue in that Muffin mindset, sort of. Uh-huh. And uh, I and I thought about putting it out as Dave Newhouse, but I thought nobody, no, it, who the hell knows who Dave Newhouse is? So I thought if I used Man of Mirage, which is the Muffins' first album, if I use that title, they would see the connection. And and it's helped, and so I've, I've been able to put out five albums with that project title. And and you and you said your son is involved, but uh, does it always have the same lineup? Uh, it has a kind of a core, a nucleus. Um, I mostly work with a drummer named Sean Rickman. Um, Jerry's uh, usually doing bass. Um, I have a guitarist named Mark Stanley. Um, a violinist named Forrest Fang. A mallet guy named Rich O'Meara. Um, and, uh, then I'll, I'll call in some other people, you know, that, that, um, uh, Derek Higgins sometimes plays bass. I'll call in other people who, um, uh, you know, who I'd like to have on the album. It's kind of like a rotating Derek Higgins? Are, are you talking yes. Derek Higgins from Omaha, Nebraska? Yes, sir. I just had him on the show. That guy is bitching. <laughs> I know. I, I know you do. John, he sat on John Coltrane's lap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard that. As yeah. a boy, He's, man. Uh, yeah, he plays bass on um, uh, Love Song for a Country on that Man of Mirage album. Okay. So, Jerry was around. Is he on the first Man of Mirages? No, I think he comes in by the third one, I believe. Jerry? N- number two. Number, number two. two. So, ah, yeah, pretty okay, early. Great. Okay. Two through five. And, and Jerry, do you, I mean, Dave, for Man of Mirage, this is mostly, mostly your compositions, or do you bring stuff in too, Jerry? Very little. I, th- I I actually co-wrote two songs with Dave out of the out of the four albums. Otherwise, it's all it's all Dave's work. Right, and you ate in a bet. Okay, okay. God, Derek. Yeah. Hans. Okay. Small world. <laughs> Everything, everything's connected. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that's, so, that's so wild. I love it. I love it. So, uh, what about your process? Do do you make demos or do you, uh, is it the same way like you uh, composed for uh, Tonk and uh, Muffins? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'll I'll come up with something and then I'll I'll like if I send it to Jerry, um, I'll send a click track and a keyboard track maybe, and then um, I'll, I'll write his bass part on piano or organ, left hand, and then he. Um, well, I mean, I I just, just separate track, you know, just a separate track on. Uh, you know, so he can hear the bass part um, by you know isolated, and uh, and I'll do the same thing for the other musicians. Sometimes, usually, uh, sometimes I just leave it up to them to you know to do their thing. Yeah, and what about with your son? Um, s- same thing. We work the same way as we work with Moon X. So George will come down and I'll play him the tune, and I'll say I'd like this kind of a beat. What do you think? And we'll fool around with different kinds of beats. And he usually record he records on a. Um, Roland electronic kit 
So we'll try some different sounds and which sound uh, is best for that. You know what's neat about that? You can tune it right to the key of the song. Yes. Yeah, one yes. time I did it with George Hurley, a reggae thing. You wouldn't believe how tight the shit gets. <laughs> it, it, that's very cool. It is very cool. It is very cool. Uh, so I, I asked about your son because you're there with him physically. With the, the others, cats, you're like mailing files back and forth. Right. George George and I are right here physically. They're, they're the only ones who, you know. You know well, it's just different ways. At the end of the day, right, it's kind of like that Wizard of Oz movie where Frank Morgan says, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. He is the dude <laughs> behind the curtain. Because at the end of the day, right, well, like when I'm hearing this, all I hear is sound coming out. I don't know how it was put together. Good. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm curious because, I'm curious because I'm a bass player, fellow musician, okay? But at the end of the day, right, it is what it is coming out of the speakers. Right, right. As long as it sounds cohesive. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any kind of, I think it's weird if you get hung up on some kind of like stuff that people don't know because at the end of the day, they get the, the whole enchilada, the end result. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and there's we're finding out now. Uh, there's a lot of different ways to do stuff than in the old days. We don't have to get the same prac pad. We don't. I mean, Jerry and I, I think we've adapted to this long distance recording thing. It's easy for us now. It's like real natural now. So, yeah, that's bitching. So what's is an, another Moon X thing coming? Yeah, you played tracks from it. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not out yeah. yet. Okay, so I'm I'm playing some future stuff. Do you you know a lot of guys they get stuff done and they're ready to do the next one. You guys ready to do the next one? Oh yeah, we got uh, well five five of the songs I sent you were are from the new one that's not even out yet. Yeah, but and, I'm, and, I'm talking about even <laughs> that, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, and can I so, ask you? Can I ask you that when you get done and that shit's ready to come out or it's ready to bring? come back on the show with Dave and we can play it and talk about it. Oh, I'd love to. Ah, great. Great. Cause love I love, to, yeah. I love what you guys are doing and I hope it's infectious people. Don't let geography be a limitation. Reach out over the even corporate shit like fake. Look, man, look at the connect that these there. brothers made. It's beautiful. There you go. Yeah. Yep, love good. it. Love it. People. So, so that the invites out, right? When you guys get that, you come back on the show, please. Love Will do. Okay. People spend the February 27, 2023 at Dishwalk Pedo shall keep your powder dry.